This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. We try to be one of the more positive podcasts here. And Josh, you are one of the more positive people. You've run a Twitter account called at the left arm of God. One of your favorite posts I've ever seen you make is you going on Twitter the night of the uh, 2020 NFL draft and just screaming when the Dolphins signed to a tongue by Lola. I'm, I'm not trying to do this to put you in a bad mental state, but here we go. The one thing everybody's ranting about on X is, you know, you're very emotional at this time. Not you specifically, just Dolphin fans. Like, this is this is as low as it's going to get for the next seven months. What do you do? I mean, everybody wants to come out and say their get-right scheme for the Miami Dolphins. And whether it begins with Tua Tungvaloa or not, this is someone who just completed 20 of 39 passes for 199 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He hasn't really been able to do anything for the last month. You have his fifth-year option. He's looking for that long-term deal. Joshua Houts, what on earth do you do with Tua Tungvaloa? Damn, you put me on my on the spot for my boy, and I'm sitting here running through the thoughts in my head. I don't even know that I still have a uh, you know, decisive answer. I think on the previous pod I did with Merrick, we were sitting here hyping it up, pay him. You pay him whatever he wants, and then he comes back and does this. And, I mean, even saying that out loud, I mean, I still guess maybe I had a little bit of doubt. Maybe I was just still hoping that he went out there and proved that. You know, you have no, you don't need to have that doubt. I mean, I can go out there and win a big game. We didn't see it happen. So, um, Jake, I'm going to let you give your um, opinion on what you should do because I think I might start leaning towards that because they do have the fifth-year option locked up. But um, we talked about maybe bringing in a mobile quarterback, you know, throwing a dart in the draft, second, third round, you know, maybe even later in the draft. I mean, so I guess that's where I would go. Tua Tungvalu is definitely your quarterback next year. Um, I don't like baseball very much, but I feel like they're stepping up to the plate now with a full count, right? And you got to hit that ball into play to, to bring the runner home, right, at this point because, again – all anybody's going to care about, all the expectations now are is you got to win a division and then you even got to go a step further and win a playoff game, right? I mean, it would have been nice to win the division this year, but ultimately I want to see them win a playoff game. I want to see them take that step and um, we're sitting here now worse than the freaking Lions. So I don't know what you're going to do with Tua Tamaloa if you can get him locked up for the right price now compared to some of the other guys on the market. But if you're telling me he's going to get the bag and, you know, He's not going to reset the market, right? But top five money for Tua Tungvaloa, um, you know, after he just led the leaving yards. I mean, I guess you could understand that. But the biggest home rim, he just wants to see him take it to another level. And I feel like um, maybe I'm a little bit of a hater because it seems like the goalposts always do move for him. But since day one, you want to see him come in and take this team to the playoffs, win a playoff game. And um, the, all the accolades in the world rush uh, passing yards don't mean anything right now. 
It's really difficult. It's such a difficult question. Um, and you're right, Josh. Just last week we were talking about, oh, two was going to get re-signed. You're going to give him 45 to $50 million a year and everything's going to be all right. And then one game. One game changes everything. And it, and I think that's a problem with, with sports nowadays and fan bases nowadays and people like us doing podcasts about these type of, of topics. Is it such a reactionary thing to base all of this on one week, sometimes two weeks, three weeks, whatever it may be. But a month ago, if we would have posed this exact same question, all of us would have been like, give two of the bag, give it to him, give him anything he wants. You know, MVP conversation, leading the league in, in multiple passing metrics, you know, helping Tyreek Hill reach his 2000 yard receiving goal, which he did fall short of, you know, possible first place in the AFC, at least an AFC East division crown. And then none of that stuff happened. You know, Tua led the league in passing yards. That's great. Um, but but other than that, it this offense fell off a cliff. And you're asking yourself why. And you're asking yourself, is this Tua's fault? Was 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 it Tua? Was it Mike McDaniel? You know what I mean? Was was his scheme and his play calling putting Tua in the right positions to succeed? When the stakes got higher and when you were facing tougher opponents, tougher defenses, when you were in inclement weather on the road in frigid Kansas City, did Mike McDaniel put his quarterback in the best position to succeed? And the problem with all of these questions is there's no clear cut concrete answer that you can turn to and go, okay, here's the problem. Here's how you fix it. And here's how the Dolphins will be a better team moving forward a team that doesn't fall short of expectations. It's difficult. It's very, very difficult. And to compound that, the Dolphins are projected to be $40 million over the cap next year. So it's not like you can bring in, you know, a high-priced veteran free agent quarterback to push Tua, possibly unseat Tua. You just don't really have those options. And with Tua being on the the fifth-year option for a quarterback, I believe that's $23 million. You can actually lower that cap hit by extending Tua to a long-term deal. You can lower his cap hit for next year, which would allow you to potentially pay a Christian Wilkins, potentially re-sign somebody like Andrew Van Ginkle, potentially re-sign somebody like Connor Williams as long as the ACL holds up and heals properly. But now you're sitting here with questions about Tua Tungabailoa and extending him doesn't even feel like it's a no-brainer anymore. You know, to Jake's point, you talked about letting him ride that that fifth-year option out and then maybe franchise tagging him after that. Although if you look at the numbers for the franchise tag, I believe starting next year and then moving forward, it jumps from what it is now to over $50 million a season for a quarterback. So that still feels very unrealistic if you're going to have other high-priced guys like Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb still on this team. So there's 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 no easy answer. There's no direct pathway. This is going to be Chris Greer's job to figure out as the offseason continues to unfold. And uh, I guess we can sit here and offer our two cents, but we're not in the building and we're not there to 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 see all the all the fine minute details that go into these decisions that the team has to make and and that makes it tough to 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 give any definitive answer as to what to do with Tua Tagovailoa or anyone else on this team for that matter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Have we seen enough that they should even worry about giving a definitive answer? Like, after the game, Ty- or Tua came out and said how confident he was and what he can do for this team and what he can be for this organization, yada, yada. I try not to get too caught up in, like, pro- post-game interviews. I, I kind of was really let down by Tua following the game. He kind of cited, like, communication errors and, like, everybody needs to be better. And I get after years of, like, being the guy, the scapegoat, I mean, he he's taking the PR route. But, I mean, if you want to be the guy, you want to be the leader on this team, I, I kind of need a little bit more. I need a little bit more if you're going to, like, be held scoreless against the Buffalo Bills while Josh Allen's treating your entire uh, field like it's just a, a playground just running freely. Um, I need a little bit more if – Patrick Mahomes is going to start the game with what was it three two three straight incompletions and then complete a quick one to Travis Kelsey to kind of get the offense going and then you have the Bobby Dolphins on the other side where they are finally getting something going I think it was what their second drive you beef a very simple throw to, to Von Achan behind the line of scrimmage which could have turned into a big play that drive ends with an interception I don't know if the Dolphins should make a decision about Tua Tagovailoa, and I think that might be the best decision to kind of just sit here and sit on your hands. If you reach a scenario where you're confident about giving him the bag the middle of the next year, at the end of next year, sure, I think you can do that, no problem. I think at the end of the day, if you have your franchise quarterback, uh, you're not going to complain about paying them. I think it's that simple. I think all the stuff about Brady for years was crazy, but that also did help the Patriots win a few Super Bowls. I, I really think the Dolphins need to be in a spot where they, they don't touch this contract. And if it needs to be Kirk Cousins, he gets Kirk Cousins. I, I know the salary is going to go up, but I think what's leaving this Miami Dolphins window open is short-term flexibility. And whether that's a 50 mil up front sounds absolutely crazy, but you can kind of digest that if you know it's coming for just one year instead of trying to multiply that by three four years and man it just seems so helpless for this offense and Tua has looked so helpless for so many different scenarios especially late in season if you give him the bag you're really limiting yourself on what you can give him around this team and how you're developing this franchise as a whole the Dolphins defensively one of the biggest issues we would have loved to have an extra middle linebacker an extra cornerback we drafted those and it didn't work. So we would also need to have confidence that Chris Greer is going to hit on the Puka Nakua's and the, 
not necessarily him completely, but you know what I mean? A fifth round wide receiver who can come in and be confident at the same time, guys, I'm ready to tell you that the dolphins this off season, you need to go sign Mike Evans to let this offense reach where it should be. That ain't a thought process that has your quarterback being paid as one of the tops in the league because he's helping everyone else be beneficial. That, that's just kind of where I'm starting to be. And we all want answers, right? We all want to figure out how to fix the dolphins. For right now, I think you can kind of work the cap space thing. You can maybe work it where you get one big Christmas present under the tree and hope you can work it, whether Tua's making that 20 mil, because I am not comfortable giving him a long-term deal right now, and and I don't know how you can kind of look at these last few weeks and feel that way. Not to yeah. try to start a fight, but... No, there, do, there's no Do I no sound fight. okay? Do, do I yeah, sound like a robot? I, I just want to say one thing real quick. I mean, that, that's 100% correct. When we talk about long-term deal, we say in three years, five years, I mean, that does kind of factor into this, right? Because, I mean, I'd be okay. I don't know if I'd be okay giving them three years. I think the biggest thing, like you mentioned, Jake, was and Merrick, both of you mentioning, all the cat moves they got to make here. Um, I don't think it really is any reason to jump the gun. But, again, if he pl- balls out again, then that number does go up. Does that really factor into this? I mean, if it does happen, then it does. I, I think I lean towards where Jake goes. What were you going to say, uh, Merrick? But again, I would be okay if it happened because I once tweeted, I we gave Tannehill, what, seven years? So uh, to a time I low deserves eight. I do think it was <laughs> that fifth year, though, when I truly, um, you know, I think that was the year when I disconnected from two, uh, uh, Tannehill and I was like, all right, this dude, he's done. So, I mean, we're heading into the fifth year with two a time low. So I don't know, Merrick, jump in on here. Well, well, I mean, you do make a good point, Josh. Uh, it could just be as simple as giving Tua more time to develop within this specific offense. Yeah, he has had four years in the National Football League, but only two years in this Mike McDaniel system, which by all accounts is a very, very difficult offense to master. It's very intricate, which explains why we are in our 18th game of the season. I say we, the Miami Dolphins are in their 18th game of the season and there still are those communication errors and people are lining up in the wrong spots and and all this, that, and the other. Like this is a very difficult, complicated offense. Is there, that could be something to be said about maybe needing to simplify this offense a little bit and just play football. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. There's too much sleight of hand in this Mike McDaniel offense. It always feels like we're trying to trick everybody instead of just lining up and saying, we're better than you, so we're going to play better than you. And keeping things simple, but in a way, like the the Lions do a great job of that, right? They just line up and they go, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to run the football. We know we're running the football. You know we're running the football, but we're still going to run the football. And if this carry gets two yards, guess what we're going to do on the next play? We're going to run the GD football because that's what we do. We line up and we play football. It doesn't always have to be tricks and pulling a rabbit out of a hat. You can simplify this offense and make it make it a little bit easier for these players to pick up the scheme and execute quickly and not have these miscommunication errors and all of that stuff. So maybe it's something as simple as A, simplifying the offense, but B, giving Tua more time in this type of offense, you know, he, there's a lot of impatience in today's world, in today's you know sporting world in particular. But we got to remember, Tua had multiple missed games last season due to a concussion. So he technically hasn't even had a full two years in this offense in terms of playing time on the field. So is this something where he continues to grow? He continues to evolve. He continues to get better. Mike McDaniel, only a head coach in the NFL for two years. Does he continue to grow and evolve and get better as a head coach and a play caller? Uh, He, 
has only been calling plays in the NFL for two years. He was an offensive coordinator that didn't call plays in San Francisco. Uh, so with more time, does, does he get a little bit better at following game flow and figuring out exactly what the team needs to do in any particular situation to be successful? Again, these are all questions that we don't necessarily have the answer to right now. And is it a situation where the Dolphins get a little trigger happy, they move away from Tua, and then all of a sudden in a, in a different location, in a different offense, as an older, more experienced player, he blows up and, and becomes, you know, the, the Drew Brees that the Dolphins should have had, didn't have, uh, and he, he becomes that for another team. I don't, there's that risk as well. I mean, you're, you're saying all that. Sorry, but you're saying all that. I think I would absolutely bet that Tua would get better and Mike McDaniel would get better. But I think the thing that's now holding me back is, you know, just feeling that bit of being a Dolphin fan, right? It's just you're in that sit sense of being a fan and, and just seeing this team time and time again let you down. That I just feel like um, uh, as much as I want to say, yes, Tua's going to get better, Mike McDaniel's going to get better, it just feels like history has told me. I go back to Jake, man. We were sitting here. I personally, we were so stoked at one point for Brian Flores and everything the Miami Dolphins were doing. And I think he had said at the time, like, remember, um, you know, he said something. I just always go back to that moment, feeling like Brian Flores was safe, feeling like nothing was going to change. And, um, well, everything did change by the end of that season. So um, I, I want to say they can all improve. They're all going to get better. We have yet to heat to a ton of low ceiling. This offense has yet to hit its ceiling. But like uh, Jake said earlier, man, if you're trying to bring in a um, a Mike Evans this year to better that offense. I mean, I think that's even what Nick Hicks said, right? If that's what you need to do to get this offense to the next level, then that says a lot about your quarterback. Do you guys look at this Mike McDaniel offense where it is right now as the scheme he developed or maybe like the end of year project? Like what we saw come against the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs was the result of five months of building up this game plan, adjusting it, and then maybe on the offseason we start – on the ground floor again. I guess what I'm asking, is it a, a system issue or do you think Mike McDaniel's just been kind of trying to navigate with what he has to kind of build out the offense on top of it itself for now? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Sure. And, and I think Mike McDaniel has done a very good job uh, from, from year two, uh, from year one to year two of adding new wrinkles, uh, evolving the offense, getting it better. What I think Mike McDaniel doesn't do a good job of is readjusting once opposing defenses adjust to your new wrinkles. So, so we, we talked about it. They got the short motion stuff. They're revolutionizing the league. Other teams are copying the Miami dolphins doing this type of stuff. It's working for everybody, right? Mike McDaniel looks like a genius when he completely changes how teams run offense in the NFL. But then after a number of weeks, after a number of months, opposing defensive coordinators get enough film on that, not just from the Dolphins, but now from everybody else as well. And they get paid big bucks to come up with schemes to stop things like this. And as we saw against the better teams, which surprise, surprise, better teams have better defenses, uh, which could mean they also have better defensive coordinators. This offense struggles and the new wrinkles don't work as well. And Mike McDaniel hasn't shown that he's able to come up with counters to opposing defenses counters in a quick and timely fashion, right? He's certainly not doing it mid game because it always feels like the Dolphins first half, the offense is looking pretty good. And then it's the second half where things fall apart, 
You know, so these defenses, they adjust at halftime. Mike McDaniel can't adjust to the adjustments. And then as the season wears on, we saw it last year. Obviously, injuries were a part of that uh, to Tua Tonga-Vailoa. But then this year as well, we start the season hot. Everything's going great. The weather outside is nice. As soon as the defenses get a read on what he's doing, and as soon as the weather turns to crap, then the offense also turns to crap. So I'd love to see Mike McDaniel be able to figure out a way to not let that happen. The, the only issue there is, like, like look around the league. What offenses, like, really haven't turned to crap? We saw what the Buffalo Bills had to do to score in the second half against the Dolphins. We saw the, the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't care what anybody says, they absolutely struggled to move the ball. You know, every one of their – I think all their scoring drives except for one were less than 10 plays. And when I start thinking about that and how the Kansas City Chiefs had to inch their way down the field – what I also hear a bunch of is Tua saying I shouldn't have thrown it deep to Tyreek when I had some underneath routes. Um, so I guess what I guess there are so many different pieces here that I think are all just butting heads in the wrong direction. Where I think maybe the offense can be uh, simmered down a little bit, but I also think there's a part of Tua too where at the end of the day, man, we can only give you so many excuses. Where you got to come out and be the guy. We have Patrick Mahomes running for 18 yards on a fir- uh, on a fourth down. I think it was. We have a bunch of scenarios going on where I- I'd like everything to not be perfect and him still show up. I do think there could be some McDaniel adjustments made for sure. Um, but I'd also like to see Tua kind of just put his, like a, a stamp of his, him having a goofy face right on top of a game book that says, hey, we wanted to do X, Y, or Z. We didn't do that. But hey, that ended up being a good thing because I took the game over. I made the audibles and did things right instead of saying, oops, I accidentally just threw it into double coverage instead of doing much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 